Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers, thank you for joining us. Today I have on Tennille Bettenhausen. She is a business developer serving the LA market for the American Institute of Steel Construction. Tennille is also the host of her new show, Death by Architecture, a podcast that marries her two loves of design and true crime. Using her other passions of marketing and building design, she finds development and relationship building of the utmost importance and is also what makes her a great marketer or marketeer. Welcome, Tennille. Hi. So my first question, how did you get started in this industry? What's your story? Well, it was a dark and stormy night. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I have a bachelor's in architecture from Arizona State University. I did their program there and I loved it. So basically I started about 20 years ago, which is crazy to think that it's been 20 years. And I came home from Arizona back to California. And I started my first job. I was a store planner for guests, guest jeans in Los Angeles. And I was like, this sucks. (laughs) I really didn't like the job. And I was about a year in, I was having a quarter life crisis. I wasn't, I was thinking like AEC and architecture. I don't love it. I, you know, I don't think that this is for me. And this is kind of like, I almost met Oprah over this situation. Like, you know, I was crying every day on my hour and a half commute from downtown LA back to my house in Long Beach. And, you know, I was like, this, this really sucks. And so I was watching an Oprah show because I used to watch it every day, which probably 20 years ago was not, you know, the way we watch TV now, but I would record it and watch it. And at the end of one of her shows, she said, you know, if you're in your mid twenties and you're having a career crisis, we would love to have you on the show. And I was thinking, yeah, like that's, that's totally me. Like I have this degree in architecture and I want to meet Oprah. Like this sounds really great. And so I wrote in my story, I probably emailed or I don't know, hand wrote something. I don't know. And I was like, they're never going to call me back. And about a month later, a producer called and she was like, we want to hear your story. So I told the story of how I felt like I was having a quarter life crisis. I had spent all this years in architecture school and I didn't love it. And, and I was really upset and didn't know what to do. And, and so they were like, we want you to come on Oprah. We want you to meet her. We're going to have an expert on and we'll fly you to Chicago, pay for everything. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to meet Oprah. And four days later, September 11th happened. Oh. And uh, yeah. And so they didn't even really have to call me back. Like, I mean, we were all in this crisis, right? So you know, they called me and they were like, you know, the new cycle is about this right now, which I completely understood. And so I'm super bummed that they were just like, you know, if she comes back to the storyline, we'll call you back. And they never did. But by that time, I, I realized that it was just not the right job. Like retail is not for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I learned a lesson, like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, which will be a part of my story later. But But, you know, I've done corporate office buildings. I've worked in the construction department at Hogue Hospital for a couple of years. And, 
I mean, if it can be done to a building, I've probably done it. So I've like <laughs> done entitlements, plannings, drawing, design. I was a project manager, I did CA, construction administration, and I did closeout. So I like to joke that I could probably do an entire project, like from BD to closeout at this point in my career. Awesome. So then how did you decide to switch from the technical doer side to the marketing end of things? I think I have a story like everybody else, right? Like I fell ass backwards into AEC marketing. I really think like, I really would like you to find that person that was like, when I was little, <laughs> I, I said that I wanted to grow up and be an AEC marketer because that, that, would, that, that would be a unicorn, right? Like there's right. just not that person. That's your merch. That's your podcast merch right there. Like finding <laughs> the unicorn because there's got to be somebody out there, right? So how I switched was, um, well, I, I worked for 12 years in doing, you know, I'm working at firms. Then I, like I said, I worked at Hogue for a little bit or a long time, like seven years. And I had my oldest daughter. And it, so in 2009, I had a baby and I went back to work because I was working at Hogue. They had a daycare there on the property. And I thought that's a no brainer. Like, you know, I have my baby here. And if something happens, like what's the best place to have a, a baby is at a hospital. Right. So it was totally a perfect setup, but I was spinning the plates and I was spinning them badly. Like mm -hmm. that cartoon of like the circus, like it's like a person in a circus and they're spinning all the plates on the dowels and then they start to wobble and then they're falling all and the plates are cracking everywhere. And that's what was happening. Like I was I was a bad mom. I was a bad designer. I was a bad wife. Like no, I was just barely getting by. Mm -hmm. And so I took some time off because I felt like you don't get that time back with your kids. You don't, you know, she was at the daycare and I loved Hogue's daycare. I'm still really good friends with all of them on Facebook and we talk periodically, but I was missing the first step and the first food for solid food and the first word. And I'm like, I'm doing terrible over here and I'm missing all of those milestones with my, my baby. And so Hope was about to have layoffs. And so it was a strategic leaving on my part to take that time off. And so I was off for about five years. I subsequently had another child in that time period and I got to see the baby stage of both of them. And it was really nice. But I was ready to come back about four to five years in. Both of my kids were, you know, going to preschool or, you know, kindergarten at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to my IDP mentor. And so when you get licensed in architecture, you have to have a, you go through a mentorship program. And I love that relationship that I have. I, he he was a, a old boss of mine at a, he was a principal at a firm. And we really were today, you know, we're, we're family. Like it's not just a mentorship relationship, but he's at my, he was at my wedding. And so I, he wasn't my IDP mentor at the time, but I called him up and I said, you know, what, what do I do? I, you know, we totally had a come to Jesus. Like, you know, I don't want to go back in a firm. I don't, do I get licensed? Do I go back to doing drawings? Do I go back to healthcare? what do I do? And he asked me, have you ever thought about doing business development or marketing? And I'm like, you're the worst mentor on this planet. Like I used to work for you. You know that I don't 
do marketing and I don't do business development. And he, you know, it's kind of nice to have that voice, somebody that sees a strength in you that you don't see for yourself. And he's like, you worked for me. I know that you love good design. You know how to work on a high performing team. You know how to sell a project and you love building relationships with people. I know that about you because you worked for me and you would not shut up the entire time. (laughs) So I think you would be really good at business development. And I was like, I've never done it before. And he, he's currently the executive director of the AIA in Orange County. So he had some connections and he found me my first job and that was six years ago. So, and I've, I've been in BD ever since. Awesome. Yeah. So now I want to get into your podcast a little bit because it's fascinating to me. (laughs) So I'm just going to tell you what I think your podcast is about based on listening. And then you can tell me if I'm right. Okay. So I interpret your podcast as true crime, as in not like safety related incidents, but like person on person crime in in building situations. Is that right? Yeah. You know, my tagline for the podcast is when an AEC podcast and a true crime podcast love each other very much, they make death by architecture, right? So it's like the baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's the baby of those two together. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So what got you interested in true crime specifically in this industry? You know, I... I think there's some fantastic architecture and AEC podcasts that I listen to, but I love the spoken word medium and I knew that I wanted to be a part of it. Right. And so plus COVID kind of made us take a knee as far as business development in 2020. So all the meetings that I had set up with my decision makers that are architects and engineers gone. Right. And all the conferences that I would have attended and connected with people were canceled. So I thought, okay, BD 101, you know, it takes, you know, it's, that's funny because BD 101 was my first SMPS Orange County event. I think it was at your office actually. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one nugget that I took from there is that it takes seven to eight warm connections with people to get them to know you, like you and trust you and want to work with you. So I thought like, what if I automated that first or second touch with the podcast? Like, you know, because there's something about hearing somebody's voice weekly and bi-weekly that connects you, you know, they're inviting you into their homes. And as you know, it's such a vulnerable medium, right? And so they're getting to know me. They're getting to know some of the darkest parts of who I am, but we're connecting in a way. So my day job is business development and that's connecting with people. And so I feel like podcasting is helping me on that level and not just impacting my area, not just impacting Orange County, but nationwide, which is really cool. And so when I first started out with the idea of doing the podcast, uh, a friend said, you know, go find the niche in the niche. And I Mm. was like, what? A niche in the niche? Like, (laughs) what? Okay. So (laughs) I had no idea what she was talking about. But I love true crime. You know, she also said, like, make sure you're talking about something that you're interested in because you've got it's a labor of love. Like, you've got to talk about it 
all the time. And I, I really love true crime. I mean, I'm the person that could fall asleep with one AirPod in listening to a murder show um, <laughs> at night. And my it completely freaks my husband out. He's like, how do you fall asleep listening <laughs> to that? It's so creepy. <laughs> but I, it fascinates me because I think like everyone else, we want to know what drives people to such an extreme act, right? Like, Mm. you know, what makes them tick? Obviously I would never commit a murder, but there's something like the, so the psychology of it all really, you know, intrigues me. And so, you know, it also prepares us for, you know, increasing our, you know, survival chances if something were to happen, you know, to to me, like when I'm walking in the park and I'm like, is somebody behind me, you know, definitely raises my awareness of, of what's going on. And so that's where the niche and the niche comes. Right. So podcasting is a labor of love. So I came up with something I loved to talk about. I love good design. I love loving on people that love design. So I said, well, let me research and see if there's any crime in the design world stories. Like before I even get started, let me make sure there's not like only one or two stories. And <laughs> there's a lot of stories. So I'm just getting started basically. So could you maybe give a teaser of one of your favorite stories or episodes? Sure. You know, I, I think I'm fairly, de- depending on when this comes out, and you know, I'm, I'm new <laughs> It's a new podcast. It's still young, but I have two that I think one is on the boards. And I think that that is going to be a great story. It's going to be one that I'm, that I'm probably going to love for a long time. But if you're talking about the ones that are out already so far, the one that I've loved the most is frankly, right. I mean, you know, his name is synonymous with architecture and everybody knows who he is, but what people might not have known is that he loved the ladies and um, that there was a murder surrounding him. And I love, you know, it's awesome to hear people's feedback and reaction to that particular episode. It was like, wow, I didn't know that I, I did it. You know, so if I'm providing content for people that didn't know, like news, they're learning new things, like that's awesome. Right. Okay. And then I have one coming up. It's about harassment and workplace violence on a job site, a construction job site. And I'm hoping to bring awareness to the industry that, you know, change needs to be made. And like violence and harassment at work is like not okay. Like we spend more time at work than we do with, you know, with our, we spend it with our coworkers more time than we do with our families. And so I'm hopeful to share Audie Hicks story. She was a single African-American 30 year old with kids. So she was a single mom and she had gone to school and was working on a construction site and a coworker harassed her from the day she got there and subsequently killed her. And so her story needs to be told. And so, you know, I think that the more we know about, you know, these people had unfortunate things happen in their lives, but I think they could change, they can change our industry, you know, if, if their story is heard. That is pretty powerful for something that seems more entertainment based. There is actually, at least it sounds like to me, there's a bit of a call to action there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few stories that I have that I'm working on 
One is domestic violence. So she was an architect in D.C. and she worked for a firm that I worked for here in, in Orange County. But she was in obviously on the East Coast and we never worked together, but we worked for the same firm. And she was killed by a, a gentleman she was dating that she had met online. And so, you know, it's it is there. There is the entertainment factor. But I think that I go in, you know, thinking like, a what information can I share that people don't know? And and how do I hopefully save a life? Like if you see, you know, the red flags to, you know, that story has a lot of red flags in it, too. You know, if you're listening to it and you're like, this is happening in my life or, you know, somebody it's happening to. I'm hopeful that, you know, we could save a life, too. So do your stories cover more modern day crimes or do you sort of go back and forth between a few hundred years ago and now? (laughs) Well, the Frank Lloyd Wright story is obviously rather old. And so, but then the the last episode I just did, Jason Sweeney, that was maybe 10 or 15 years old. Um, So there, I mean, I'm going back and forth. I, I, I don't have a specific genre that, you know, if it's in architecture, engineering, or construction, it's fair game. (laughs) Okay. So where can people listen to your podcast or learn more about it? Well, you can listen anywhere you get podcasts. So Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, et cetera. Um, You can you know, download episodes there. I'm on Instagram at death by architecture pod and episodes are released every other Tuesday. So yeah. So I, I, I announce it on Instagram, on my LinkedIn, I'm all over the place. So just Google death by architecture and and you'll be able to find it. And if people want to connect with you specifically, would that be through LinkedIn? Yes. I have a LinkedIn profile to Neil Bettenhausen and yeah, I'm on there. I've, I've been in AEC a really long time. So come and connect with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sitting down to talk with me. This is fascinating. Thank you for having me. I love it. And I, yeah, thank you so much. You've been so helpful. This, this journey could not have gotten this far without you, Keelan. So thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed listening to Tennille, and if you are interested, please feel free to check out her podcast, Death by Architecture. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are released every Wednesday. Chat soon.